Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, August 5th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Senate Democrats move a step closer to getting reconciliation passed. Number two, frontline Democrats are being slammed on the airwaves over, wait for it, inflation and soaring prices. And number three, Speaker Nancy Pelosi's trip abroad wraps up. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Obviously, all eyes are on the Senate and this upcoming weekend session. Uh, but there was some real progress yesterday with uh, Senator Kirsten Cinema and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer getting another giant step closer to passing his number one priority, passing a major reconciliation package that top Hill Democrats and President Joe Biden have been working on for the last 18 months. That goal could become a reality by next week. Seems like 18 centuries, to be honest with you, <laughs> that they've been working on this damn thing. Um, and uh, I'm I'm really excited that we're gonna the Senate's gonna be in this weekend. That's really a great development for for, for your. Per- uh, I mean, personally, I'm sure you just couldn't wait to be up there all Saturday, huh? I, I yeah, we know there might be a deal about who goes up there, but that deal is currently being worked out. And uh, it's not, it's not, what is this? It's not agreed to till everything's agreed to, right? Nothing's agreed to till everything's agreed to. Okay, so last night, uh, Kirsten Cinema and Chuck Schumer came to an agreement about the reconciliation package. Most notably, Cinema uh, pushed for uh, the carried interest provision, which we've written a lot about, um, to be pushed, taken out of the deal. And it was that carried interest provision again, allows hedge fund and private equity managers to pay a lower tax rate on some of their income. A uh, very small part of the bill, but symbolic because Democrats have been pushing for this forever. But Kirsten cinema is not among those pushing for this. Um, so uh, there's some other provisions in there. The mi- corporate minimum tax, um, has uh, removed the accelerated depreciation uh, 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 provision, and this is a um, uh, a big boon to the uh, to manufacturers and to businesses of that nature. Um, and uh, there will be a new one percent excise tax on stock buybacks. Um, that is something that I, there's not. Uh, there's there in in our conversations while this was under consideration, there were some Democrats in a chamber that's not the Senate that were not happy about that provision. But we shall see uh, if they. I don't think they're going to get upset about that now. So that's big, Anna. That's a cinema's now given the kind of she says she still needs to see the parliamentarians thing, uh, a scrub of the bill. But this is a big W for Schumer and Joe Biden, who hasn't really been involved as much uh, in this, but but a big win for the Democratic leadership. Yeah, I think it's interesting. So I just I think two things. One, obviously, uh, the private equity industry lives to fight another day. I mean, I can't tell. You I think they I think they'll be just fine to tell you the uh, the number of times we've talked about carried interest as a revenue raiser. And, it they, you know, they seem to continue to be able to maneuver uh, around that. So interesting to see where that goes as a continued potential revenue raiser going into the, you know, the years to come. I do think it was interesting on this manufacturer's front. Um, you know, the fact that she she's kind of changed that where it comes to the corporate minimum tax and some of the accelerated depreciation. Hard to see some of 
some of the manufacturing groups uh, actually support Democrats on this, but maybe they won't, um, you know, be be yelling so loudly uh, in the wings uh, about their frustration over this bill. Um, you know, and also just shows the leverage, you know, frankly, that cinema has. As much as everybody says, you know, Joe Manchin is the decider, cinema got in quite a few changes at the end uh, just to secure her support. Uh, it's, it is, I do think a very interesting show of power, uh, for her, you know, she hasn't been in the Senate super long, but certainly showing that in this 50, 50 divide, you know, she was willing to kind of go places where a lot of other senators didn't get what they wanted necessarily in this package. And they just kind of are going along to get along. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the real thing here is like, (laughs) we have been, at this for 18 months now. Um, And that is a long time on a piece of legislation. This thing has died and lived and, and died. And And we're we're like the third zombie movie of the build back better act. Yeah. And, and Joe Manchin is, is the unlikely hero here with Kirsten cinema. I mean, this is a lot less than Bernie Sanders wants a lot more, you know, just about what what you know what Mansion and Cinema want, and all that said, Mansion and Cinema are the lowest common denominator here, so you have to cater to them. And it, so, let can we talk about the timing here for a minute? So, if they move, if they move to, so they're going to move to a um, a uh, motion to proceed vote fifty vote threshold to, on Saturday. We will not be having a podcast Saturday. Um, Sorry, guys. So we'll be back is, on Monday to tell you how it all shook out. Um, uh, and so uh, I, it, so they move to that at about twelve. They come in at twelve. They have a um, they have a vote on an unrelated measure at twelve thirty, and then they move toward a motion to proceed vote at a 50 vote threshold and then that starts the 20 hour clock on reconcile on uh debate now dems are not going to use all 10 hours republicans may 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 not who knows um and uh so all that said then they get into a voterama um the voterama probably lasts a day schumer probably pushes it through the night on a on Saturday, on Sunday night, and then they uh, this probably gets toward a vote Monday, Tuesday. Imagine the House comes back Wednesday, Thursday, probably most likely Thursday. They're going to need a day or so to do this. Remember, Nancy Pelosi has promised a police funding bill when the House goes back for reconciliation. So I don't know. Maybe they come back the week after next. I don't know the answer to that. Um, or maybe they come back on Tuesday and then and then do police funding and then this. So um, that is what we're looking at here. So the first kind of two weeks of August will be in session. Um, And that is where we are when it comes to reconciliation. I want to just before we move on, because I do think, you know, we talked 18 months and it's been the highs and low lows and, you know, kind of looking at this. But I do think. We are going out to this summer recess, and if you look at the what Democrats have gotten done so far and the fact that they're kind of putting a cherry on the top with getting this reconciliation package done from their perspective, I mean, you know, Democrats have been pushing on this 
kind of Medicare pricing issue for decades. Um, you know, a huge win there. But when you look at it, I mean, wow, they have gotten infrastructure. They have gotten a Supreme Court nominee. They have gotten, you know, the American Rescue Plan. They have gotten COVID relief. They've gotten a bunch of things that, you know, this is a, whether you look at, you know, um, even even more recently, I, you know, in a 50-50 Senate with a pretty untested leader in Schumer, really in this first time in this role, um, there's been a lot of criticism of him over the past few months of how he's kind of led this, but he has certainly put a, a, a lot of W's in in the first two years of Joe Biden's administration. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, you kind of wonder, <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, if you're a Democrat and Democrats have wondered this, why Biden's approval ratings are 30 percent, um, because that means that not even all Democrats like what you're doing. So um, you're right. They've gotten a ton done. They've gotten, you know, and it just it doesn't seem to be moving the needle a ton. Maybe it moves it marginally here and there. Um but yeah, that 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 is absolutely true. Uh, I just want to add one caveat: um, the um, parliamentarian scrub is not done, so we'll have to see if you know. We have to. There's still some lingering priorities, which which we get into in the in the um, uh, in the morning edition. So anyway, we anticipate this will go continue apace, but who the hell knows? We will be watching and talking about it as always. This moves us pretty seamlessly into the number two item of the morning. Our very own Max Cohn has an item. Uh, Frontline Dems slammed over high prices on the airwaves. He has an analysis looking at the negative ads run by Republican groups, uh, really focused on steep gas prices, expensive grocery bills, um, you know, and largely avoid, interestingly enough, criticizing Democrats over crime and public safety. Yes, it's a really interesting item. Max dug in with the help of Ad Impact. Uh, uh, we use them to monitor ads. Um, dug into uh, what Democrats are running or what Democrats are going to hit on, and it ain't police funding, um, which is that is it's interesting um, and. Uh, it runs against kind of the the theory of the case from some frontliners that they're getting hit at home for police funding. This is all about the um, all about the economy. It's interesting. I was just talking to some Republicans yesterday, and um, uh, the the topic came up. You know what about about just the campaigns across the country? And my point, I was just struck by, and I have been struck by. Some candidates are not talking about the economy. I mean, it seems like the easiest topic to talk about. You have some candidates talking about changing Social Security from from mandatory to discretionary spending. It's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm just always surprised that, um, especially with inflation where it is, and you could say the economy is is improving, and it probably is. We'll get jobs numbers today, by the way, and that will tell us, something, I guess. It, I mean, it depends who you are. It'll tell you whatever you want it to tell you. But it's just always surprising to me that people are not talking about the economy, especially when the economy does show signs of distress. All right, let's go on the number three story of the morning. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, remember her? She's been abroad, obviously, uh, doing a, a trip uh, to several different countries in a small codel, uh, including Taiwan. 
And now the Chinese government has levied unspecified sanctions on Pelosi in retaliation for her trip to Taiwan earlier this week. Uh, you know, I, I think it's fair to say, Jake, Pelosi, a China, longtime China hawk, is not rushing to get over to China anytime soon. Uh, but certainly a symbolic move by the Chinese government as they try to use kind of all the levers in their power to showcase their frustration with uh, the speaker for doing this this stop in her week long trip to Asia. Yeah, I don't think Pelosi is doing the Beijing trip next. That's not on the you. itinerary. I don't think that's in the cards for the uh, for the speaker. But uh, yeah, symbolic. I mean, I guess I guess it's a um, I guess it's 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 obviously because she visited Taiwan. Um, a lot of news kind of on that front. Pelosi said they're not going to let China. She's not going to let China isolate Taiwan. She is. They are. They are on their way back to the to the United States after this very high profile trip. Um, and uh, uh, their last stop was Japan, where they were with um, they were with uh, Rahm Emanuel, uh, Pelosi's former colleague, who is the ambassador to Tokyo. And um, uh, an interest, uh, certainly an interesting trip for Pelosi. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Happy Friday. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.